Hello friends, this is the Daily Edify with Jeff Lane, a place to get spiritually grounded and into alignment with the flow of love each weekday morning. In each episode, we'll focus on a spiritual practice, a poem, a book, a sacred text, something that can empower us to be more fully alive to the gift that is the day before us. Thank you for listening. Today's episode is called Fear is a Story. It comes from a recent book by Gareth Higgins, How Not to Be Afraid, Seven Ways to Live When Everything Seems Terrifying. Jason, a pastor friend, recommended it to me. He was reading it to prepare for a clergy pilgrimage last August that he was going on to to Northern Ireland. And he was reading Gareth's book because they were going to spend a few days working with Gareth, learning about his peace activism there. Higgins is a a storyteller and a peace activist who was born in Belfast during the Troubles and now lives in Asheville, North Carolina. The book's title makes it sound like a slick how-to manual, right? It's sort of seven steps, how not to be afraid, but it's really not. It's It's a thoughtful and vulnerable account of Celtic spirituality that how does he put it here, that, that points us toward tenderness, empathy, and gentle encounter with each other and with our deepest and most relentless fears. One of the introductory essays is titled, Fear is a Story. And right when I read it, that, that just hooked me uh, and resonated in a deep place. That is true. Uh, it reminded me of the Viktor Frankl line um, that, that, that our agency is, is the space between stimulus and response, right? Something happens and we don't have to feel enmeshed in it. Like it's, it's predestined what we're going to do or say. We, we have a moment to decide how do I want to respond. That's kind of the way a story is, right? We're not forced to adapt a story. Um, we get to decide what story am I going to tell about this particular situation. Think about it this way. If, if I woke up in the morning and told myself, well, everything bad always happens and, you know, everything's difficult, blah, blah, blah. That's, of course, going to lead to a diminished experience of that day, regardless of how well or poorly it goes. If, on the other hand, I approach a day from a more buoyant perspective, uh, wow, this is a new day. I've never seen this one before. I wonder what's going to happen. What a gift to be alive, to be here, to be present. That's going to lead, I would say, to a, to a richer experience of that of that day. It's the sort of power of the story we're we're telling ourselves. And again, fear is, you know, part of the human condition. Gareth's on board with that. We, we can't avoid it. Some of it is healthy. But he wants us to learn from our fear. What's, what's underneath our fear? Usually, it's what we care most about. So if we can be curious about that, that, that fear, Higgins wants to invite us to notice the power of the fear we feel, depending on the story we're telling about it. The stories we tell shape how we experience everything, right? When we, when we tell a diminished story, we make a diminished life. So Gareth lists in this chapter several diminishing stories our culture often tells. And here's just a handful of them. Uh, number one, winning is everything, right? We see this all the time. Uh, winning is everything, even if it means harm to us, harm to our neighbor, harm to God's creation. A second story we often tell ourselves There's nothing most of us can do to change things. It's kind of a learned helplessness, right? A learned powerlessness uh, that that we just, problems are too big. There's nothing I can do. uh, So let's just, let's just throw up our hands. 
Um, a third story we often tell ourselves, people engaged in peacemaking are naive and unrealistic. Uh, right, again, probably a productive mechanism. So we don't want to get our hopes up uh, and then have them dashed. A fourth story we often tell, uh, religion and politics are about moral purity, community boundaries, and being right. Uh, when, in fact, I think the role of religion is to help us be integrated as, as human beings and in, in, in alignment with this source of love that, that is within all of us, this original goodness that is at all of our cores. These stories we often tell are widely believed, Higgins argues, but they are actually not true. Stories of connection, courage, creativity, and the common good are actually more true, but less frequently told. They don't lead to as many clicks, if you will, on social media or on news sites. Here are some of the wiser stories we can tell, and I'll just give you three that Gareth lists. Uh, number one, violence does not redeem anything. Right? I forget which philosopher said, you know, there's this myth of redemptive violence. We think that somehow if someone commits violence against us, we need to commit it back in order to redeem something or sort of take vengeance. When in fact, violence it never redeems anything. Uh, it just perpetuates this cycle uh, on and on and on. Uh, a second story, a wiser story, um, spirituality is our living relationship with mystery. You know, rather than letting religion and spirituality be that thing that separates us from others, divides us, um, puts us in this supposedly pure category, uh, true spirituality integrates, uh, leads to union, uh, helps us experience mystery. A third story uh, we tell that's wiser, uh, Gareth mentions, the best criticism of the bad is the practice of the better. This, this one's so critical. It's, it's so much easier, right, if you disagree with something to, to just, just critique them uh, and then sort of write them off when, in fact, a better way to criticize, actually, is to do it better, uh, embrace a different way. Uh, and that, in fact, can lead to a greater wholeness, greater integration as time goes on. So friends, my, my main takeaway from this book so far has been this power of the story we're telling ourselves and to name the fact that when I'm in a story of fear, just to name that it's a story. You know, try to be non-judgmental and curious about that and noticing, well, is this true? Yeah, maybe it's partially true. Does it reflect my values? Uh, maybe not, maybe. Uh, it reminds me of the Maya Angelou uh, line, hope and fear cannot occupy the same space, invite one to stay. Uh, I, I think that, that really hits the nail on the head. Friends, I know the world and our lives are a lot right now. I hope you are being gentle and kind to yourself and living as if your presence is a light to the world because I can assure you it is. Uh, when you hear those stories of fear, I invite you to get curious about them and notice if in fact they're true or if they're only partially true. Because yes, friends, fear is a story. But there are also other stories, more true, more wise, more generative stories. May it be so, friends, for you, for me, for all of us. If today's podcast has blessed you, provided a tinge of clarity or some nourishment for your spiritual journey, please share it with a friend so that we can create a more inclusive community. Or do you have any feedback for me, any show ideas, something that was particularly helpful or something that could have been better? Please send me an email at thedailyedify at gmail.com. That's in the show notes as well. I'd love to hear from you. 
Also, please consider rating and reviewing The Daily Edify wherever you get your podcasts. Friends, you are loved and never alone.